So good. Okay, I'm grateful to bring the word today. I've got a burning inside me, a passion, a compulsion, and I need to preach. You know, God, God placed that inside me. Um, it wasn't there before. So this is going to be something really good today. Yeah. One thing I, I like about preaching is the time that I put into preparing for the sermon. It's actually quite interesting. So I've had a few weeks to prepare for this. And uh, I get to have several conversations with God because of it. So I always start off with, okay, Lord, what do you want me to speak about? And then I just wait. I just wait to receive that answer. So I came up with three really great ideas. <laughs> this sermon is not about any of those three ideas. <laughs> okay, this is, this is true, okay? Um, because God didn't answer me with an audible word. He didn't speak a word to me that I heard in my ear. He did something that's way, way cooler than that. You see, what he did was he put something on my heart that I could not stop talking about. So over these three weeks, I've basically been preaching to all the guys at work. <laughs> you know, uh, Maria must be sick of hearing about it because I'm preaching to her at home. <laughs> Or someone phones up, and it's like, hey, have you ever considered, uh, you know, I can't stop myself from talking about the certain subject. So I had three ideas in my mind, and he placed one idea on my heart. Yeah, I've learned to trust in God. So over the last year and a half, I've become more familiar with hearing from him. There's a process that I experienced over this time. There's a road that I've travelled down. God's been doing a work in me. He's been taking me on a journey. I've gone from someone who's just realised that, that God is real into somebody that has several significantly profound conversations with him. So... Today I'm going to speak exactly into that. God wants you to know about it. You know, he wants you to hear about it. So together we came up with this. Oh no, hang on. I'll just do that again. Together we came up with this. <laughs> Bro, am I on? <laughs> Faith on fire! Yeah! See how I did that? It was awesome. So, faith. Okay, I'm going to talk today about faith. Alright. So, what is it? How can we define it? And if I said that we walk by faith, not by sight, what does that actually mean? So, I'm going to start off just going to do a little bit of an example so we can get this thing going. Let's just say for a moment that you've just moved to the Nelson district, okay? You're new here. And me and you, we form a friendship. So we've got, you know, a trusting relationship between me and you. You end up with some car problems, right? Because <clears throat> you don't know anyone here. You come to me and you ask me, where do I take my car? Okay. Because you trust in me, you're going you're gonna to trust in my answer, right? 
So I'd say to you, well, go to Hardy Street and go and see JC. Do you see what I did? JC? I found it funny. That, <laughs> that JC, he's trustworthy, he's reliable. If I've got problems with my car, I take my car and I go and see JC. Okay? So at this particular moment, what you have is you have trust and hope. Okay? You have trust in me. Uh, you trust that I'm going to see you right. And you hope. You hope that it's not going to cost too much. And you, and you also hope that JC's going to treat you the same way that he was treating me. Okay? So you have trust and hope. Now you take your car to JC. He finishes it on time. When you get the bill, he breaks it down and you see fairly, um, you see that he, he priced it fairly. He gave you a good deal, it was finished on time. You can drive away from there feeling good about your car. Now, after some time, and hopefully it's like a year or two, you have another problem with your car. This time it's different. This time you don't need to ask me. You already know where you're going to take your car. Okay? You already have trust in JC because he fixed your car right last time. Okay? But because you have an experience with JC, you have faith in JC that he will see you right because he's seen you right last time. Okay, so you see your faith was contingent upon a personal experience. Before you had faith, you had trust and hope. But every time, every time we have a personal experience with God, it builds our faith. Every time we have a personal experience with God, it strengthens our faith. Yeah. So faith is established. Every time we have a personal experience with God, it renews and reminds us of our faith. Okay? As we could see from the analogy about the car breaking down, it was through our personal experience that we receive faith. There requires an action and an encounter. We make a move toward God and he responds. The result of that interaction is the faith. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give you a quote from Ravi Zacharias because he's like the man. I really like Ravi. This is what he had to say. Faith in the biblical sense is substantive based on the knowledge that the one in whom that faith is placed has proven that he is worthy of that trust. In its essence, faith is a confidence in the person of Jesus Christ and in his power, so that even when his power does not serve my end, my confidence in him remains because of who he is. It's really good. Yeah, faith can be built up. 
repeatedly returning to God, the real JC, not the mechanic JC, will build up our faith. Thankfully, it is compounding that each builds upon the previous experience. Each interaction strengthens your trust, your confidence, you're reassured, and you're reminded again of the experience of God. The purposeful pursuit of increasing faith is the purposeful pursuit of encountering God. This is really good. I'm going to do it again. This is one of these things I received in my conversations when I listened. This is what fell upon my heart. The purposeful pursuit of increasing faith is the purposeful pursuit of encountering God. They're the same. You cannot be encountering God without it having an absolute effect upon you, which is measured in an increase of faith. It's a fancy way of saying more God, more faith, more faith, more God, and be purposeful about it. Let's go a little deeper in understanding faith. What is the definition of faith? So I had a look in an online dictionary, gave me two points. One, complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And point two was a strong belief in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual conviction rather than proof. And I kind of went, oh, well, that's nice, okay? <laughs> I want more. So what does our, our scriptures say? Perhaps the most common scripture to describe biblical faith is from Hebrews 11.1. One. I've got that there. Here we go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So I'm going um, to break this down. This is really good stuff here, okay? I'm going to speak into the, the second part of this to start with, which is the, the evidence of things not seen. And I'm, I'm not hearing us, so I'm going to interact. We're going to interact. Yeah? <laughs> okay, so do you believe in heaven? Yes. Do you believe in heaven? Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Okay. <laughs> but you cannot see it. I'll answer this one. That's okay. I know it's real because I got faith. Right. Huh? Let's do this one more time because this is fun. Do you believe in heaven? Yes. All right. And how do you know? Faith. That's right. Amen. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Okay. Faith is evidence. It is evidence. It is proof. It is truth about what is unseen but real. God and the kingdom. It is evidence that no matter what goes on in this life, there is something amazing at the end of it. That he is here with us all the way through. And whatever is before us, whatever is happening to us, whatever we're going through, his ultimate purpose for us is Good. Do you feel that in your faith? What's your evidence? It's your faith. A lot of people out there don't understand this. 
We are the ones that carry this. This is not in my notes at all. We are the ones that carry this. We are the ones that are showing the world. This is our light. What's your light that you're shining out there? The light that you shine out there is your faith. They can't see it. They don't believe it. But you know it. You know it in your heart. You feel it. Okay. (laughs) Where do I get to? I'll just go to this. Um, Another quote. This is Martin Luther King Jr. Faith is taking the first step even when you can't see the whole staircase. Okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to go back to this, because we've got the second half. Right. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So I, I had to figure this out. What things? Yeah? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. So what I ended up doing was, I was searching through some uh, different versions I found the amplified version, which I really like. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to amplify the amplified version, okay? (laughs) Now, faith is the assurance, the confidence of the things hoped for. Those things which have been divinely guaranteed, i.e. God's promises. Okay, so I've made this, uh, yeah. This is going to be cool, okay? It's a bit like holding on to a winning lotto ticket, right? You've got a $10 million lotto ticket in your hand, okay? You're really excited about it. You're calling yourself a millionaire, but you don't actually have the money in your bank. You've got a ticket. In the same way, your faith reassures you confidently that he will keep his promises to you. That's faith. How do you know? Well, I'm not interacting, by the way. Okay, how do you know? But you can say something if you want to. (laughs) His word, his word tells us that he has made a place for us in heaven. And when my God tells me that he's made a promise to me, I believe him. And so do you. And that's why our faith, it means so much. It means so much. Faith's not a small thing. It is the big thing. Man, I'm feeling it. Faith is tangible. Faith is the substance, like holding on the ticket of things hoped for. Faith is me exercising my belief in him. Faith tells me that he is a promise keeper. If faith is measurable, then it must be a something, a substance. It's tangible. It's the tangible, sorry, it's the spiritual ticket. And you're all the winners. And if I can spend 20 minutes talking about it, then it must exist as something. Okay? Faith is tangible. So I'm going to put all this um, put all this back together. It's a lot out of one small scripture, eh? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. So much comes out of one scripture. You've really got to break it down. And so here is the uh, amplified Honeana White version. <laughs> now faith is the assurance, the confidence and the rewards of God's promises to me. Those things that have been divinely guaranteed. Faith is my evidence of God and heaven. Just going to chuck out this disclaimer right now. <laughs> Please don't rewrite the Bible, okay? Because I'll get in so much trouble. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell anyone at my Bible college, please. Okay. Um, right, let's bring this back to Jesus. Okay. Uh, here's a fact. In the NIV, faith is recorded 458 times. 458 times. It's kind of important. You know, and how many times does Jesus mention faith during his earthly mission? You know, he was all about faith. He would specifically mention a person's faith in regard to that person's situation. A little faith or great faith. He wanted us to know the importance of it. This also isn't in my notes, but what's occurred to me is he wants us to draw closer to him. And the closer we draw to him, the more we grow in faith. So if you're wondering where you're at in your journey, where's your faith at? You know, if you want to know where you're at in your journey with God, are you growing in your faith? Meaning, are you pulling closer to him? Or are you reducing in your faith? Which means you're withdrawing away. It's really important. Okay. So, I want to do a few scriptures here, but just in this first one is when Jesus was walking on the water. As Peter stepped out of the boat to meet Jesus on the water, he had a moment of fear and he began to sing. Right? So Matthew 14, 21. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why do you doubt? I find it very interesting that he correlates doubt with faith in that way. Matthew 17, 20, he said, Because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Now you hear this? This is Jesus teaching us about our faith. Nothing will be impossible for you. Bit longer this one, Matthew 8. I'm going to do 5 to 11. This one I really like. Okay, so when Jesus entered Capernaum, excuse my pronunciation, I'm sure it's wrong. A centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, Shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes. And I tell that one, come, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. 
When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. And I'll just skip to down a bit. It says, Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, let it be done as you believed it would. And his servant was healed at that moment. You could speak so much into this, can you? You know, you know, there's so much good in there, but that's not what I wrote about, so I'm going to carry on. But please go over those things. Keep going into those things. There's a lesson in there. Faith says nothing is impossible for God. Faith says nothing is impossible for God. Jesus was teaching that with God, nothing is impossible. So all things are possible to those who have faith. Jesus gave, Jesus gave us these examples and quite clearly told us, of myself, I can do nothing. He did not use supernatural power of his own. The miracles that he performed were through faith in the Father. The Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Through faith in God and through the Spirit of God that dwells inside us, we can do as Jesus showed us. So, are you going out today to perform a miracle? Yeah, bro. In fact, I've got a better question for you. Are you going out today to pray for a crippled person to walk or a blind person to see? This again, it's not in my notes, but I want to speak into this. I can't help it. I keep getting prompted. You see, placed it on me to ask those questions. And I know it was placed on me because... In this moment, he's wanting us to check where our own faith is. And I know, I know that there's several in here, and we do it. We see someone in a wheelchair, and we ask them if they want prayer, and we pray for them, and we believe that they're going to get up, and they're going to dance. It's not about me. Not whether I can do it. Do you believe that he can do it? It's faith. Absolute and unshakable trust that God's promises are true. It's essential for entering God's kingdom. Hebrews eleven sixteen. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. That city of heaven, promised for us, takes faith to reach. Uh, faith is essential to enter heaven. God has come to us in us. Our faith is how we go to him, how we go to heaven. 
Everything I've said today is not new. This is not a new message. In fact, it's probably the oldest message. We've been shown in the Bible to follow God, His instruction with faith, to grow our faith, perform miracles by faith, and enter heaven through faith. It's time that we put all I've covered into a neat package. So so when we leave here, we can take something with us. Amen? Okay, because we don't just come here for a nice talk. I hope. (laughs) With a greater understanding of faith, we're better equipped to strengthen our own faith to help someone new find JC, find their own personal experience with God. We can remain solid and grounded when pressured by unbelief because we know our faith can be tangibly, tangibly defined. It is specific and clear. Our faith is our belief in God, our trust in Him. So, these were the notes that we covered. Faith can be established. Yes. Faith can be built up. Yes. Faith is evidence. Absolutely. Faith is tangible. Hold on to it like the ticket. Faith says nothing is impossible because he does the work. And faith is essential to enter heaven. That's where we're going, isn't it? All right. Take with you faith on fire okay i put the whole thing together and god put a title on it and we shortened it up (laughs) and we got it to faith on fire so the one thing to remember when you go out from here which will prompt you to remember everything else is faith on fire get out there and light that fire can the band come up please And sorry, Georgina, I've, I've pinched your, um, this thing. How much does it please God to see our faith? You know, he's looking down over all of this world. And man, it's a shambles out there, isn't it? I mean, I don't have to preach any of that to anybody here. Just have a look outside. Just turn your TV on. If you want to see problems, watch the news. How good it must be for God to look down and see our faith. Shine that light. We can rely upon Him. We can trust in Him. We can ask Him to empower us, give us wisdom to really use this information we covered today so that this is not just a lesson or a great motivational talk. I don't want to just be giving information here. I want there to be something greater. Let the Holy Spirit minister these words into your hearts this morning as I pray.
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for our faith. Remind us of all of those times that you came through for us. Every time you built stronger faith in us, you built stronger relationship with us. Help us to reject the negative thinking of others, the negative words of those that lack in faith. In fact, strengthen us to be a light for them. Let our faith flow from us like a waterfall. Surround us with people who know you, Lord. People who are full of faith.